0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Growth Detectives. I am your host, Chris Planeta. And in this episode, we continue our conversation from the last episode, where I listed a few different ways of improving the quality of data that is tracked by web analytics tools. Then I listed seven, and today I'm going to tell you about ten of them. So without further ado, let's start. Number one. Know what data you're looking at. So this may sound silly, because it's not actually something that improves the data quality. However, it's still very important, it's so important in fact, that I decided to um, uh, list it here at number one. Why is that? For some of you, it may be obvious, for some of you it may not, but depending on the tracking tool that you're using, you may be actually looking either at unsampled data that is collected uh, from your website. So unsampled data is the real data, real numbers that happen there. Mm. However, there are tools uh, that give you sampled data. So only a portion of uh, the data is tracked uh, on your website. Mm. And some data is sometimes even AI generated. Unfortunately, data sampling and AI generation is a practice done by google analytics if you want to know more you can just google behavioral modeling in google analytics and data sampling you'll have something very interesting to read okay so number two you should turn off the consent mode or no cookies mode in your tracking tool why is it Well, it's because uh, when you're not using cookies, the data that you are getting is of slightly worse quality. You are getting much more quantity of this data, but you're getting less quality. Number three, cross-track. What's cross-tracking? This is actually another term that I coined, and it generally means that if you have different types of tracking tools installed on your website, you should have a common user identifier that is sent to all of these tracking tools so that later you will be able to see uh, how a user was tracked by different tracking tools, what information those tracking tools gathered on your user. Number four, you should track clicks with the middle mouse button. And yeah, you may be thinking like, Hey, am I not already tracking clicks? It's very possible that you are, but it's also very possible that you're not tracking clicks with the middle mouse button. And tracking those clicks, it can be sometimes very, very important, especially for uh, websites that have many affiliate links. Those affiliate links, when they are clicked with the middle mouse button, they are often not tracked, but should be. Number five. Do not track page views of pages that are not viewed. But hey, wait a minute. Am I tracking page views of pages that are not viewed? Well, yes, you are. The thing is that if you have like a standard integration of a tracking tool, when somebody opens different pages of your website in tabs, then those tabs, even though they are not viewed or not yet, Yes, they are already sending the page view event to those tracking tools, but they shouldn't be. Yes, because the user might decide to close those tabs or the whole browser before taking a look on any of those tabs. Number six, do not track page scrolling in the first three seconds after page load. When somebody comes to your website, they may, at the very beginning, try to look around. They may scroll the website until the very bottom in the first three seconds, only to realize that there is nothing interesting there and leave the web page. Yes, so why should you consider this person interested in the content and send him some advertisements maybe? No, it's pointless. You shouldn't be tracking page scrolls that happen in the first three seconds after page load. Next one, do not track form submissions if they happen in the first two seconds or three seconds after page load. It all depends on what is the form that you want to track, how complicated and how visible it is. Usually people are not able to find a form, fill it in and send it in the first two or three seconds. If they do something like that, it's most probably either by mistake, by some misclick, or the submission was done by a robot. Number eight, identify and prevent multi-tracking single-time actions. So let me repeat that. Identify and prevent multi-tracking of single-time actions. Like for example, you shouldn't track multi-clicks. People sometimes may click twice, three times even, in the same link while they are waiting for the page to load. So, why should you actually track multi-clicks in the same link? That's pointless, right? You're getting incorrect information in your tracking tools. Next, sometimes a page can refresh, but not because the refresh was requested by the user, but because it triggered by some mechanism on your website. So, for example, when a person adds a product to a cart, sometimes a web page can refresh. So why should you consider it another page view or another product view? This will only mess up your analytics reports. Number nine, do not track internal traffic. There are good and bad methods of doing that. Bad methods are, for example, requiring users to be logged in to your website so that the website can learn who this user is and whether or not they should be tracked or not. Why is it a bad idea? Because in most cases it's unrealistic. People can view your website on a mobile phone just to show to their friends. So why should you request them to log in? Uh, Another bad method is to exclude users by IP. Why is that? Because people use different devices connected to different networks and those IPs change. So what is the correct way? The correct method is actually one that I implement in my WordPress plugin for uh, marketing agencies. And this method is very simple. My plugin provides you with a link, and this is a special link. Whoever clicks this link will uh, no longer be tracked, no matter whether they are logged in or logged out. As simple as that, okay? And the last one, the last method of uh, improving the quality of tracked data is to prevent tracking payment gateways. So, for example, when somebody is uh, just about to make a purchase, they are redirected to a payment gateway to leave their credit card details. They make the payment, they return to your store only to see the order confirmation page. However, your tracking tool starts thinking that The last traffic source that led to conversion was, in fact, your payment gateway. So you should prevent tracking payment gateways. And this is my last point here. In total, I discussed 17 different methods of improving quality of data that's tracked by web analytics tools. Most of these methods are implemented by my own WordPress plugin for marketing agencies that I told you about before. If you want to know a bit more about it just click the link in the description of this video. I hope you liked this episode. The next one will be coming tomorrow or in two days.